Okay, welcome back to another episode from Life of Living Well. And before we dive in into the podcast this week, and before I give out the topic that we continue from, I quickly want to say my name is Richard, and I will be your anchor for this week. And if you'd like to know more about our community, Life of Living Well, you can just check it out on our website at www.lifeforlivingawhile.com. So I put everything together, lifeforlivingawhile.com. And if you like to ask questions or you have a query, you can also drop me a message by using our contact form. I will try my possible best to get back to you as soon as possible. So let's dive in to the topic for this week. We are coming toward the end of this series. So this is series nine that we've been doing. And if you miss any of the part and you would like to trace it back, you can quickly check it out on the page on the website or the podcast page. And you can see as more the podcasts that we've done in the past. So this week, as a continuation of the last eight episodes that we've done, so this week continue from there and it's 10 practical resourceful skills. So the topic we're looking at this week is what I call financial education. And just want to share my insight and view, experience and observation of financial education listening to people that are actually very expert in this field but taking into into consideration some of the tips and suggestions that recommended and how it worked personally for me and work for people around me and how i think may work for you as well if you are open to experiment with it so what is financial education when you hear education, sometimes formal education makes us carry the way to believe that we have all the tools that we need. And the reality shows that we don't. We needed to embrace a life education where we continue to educate ourselves on areas that we are lacking or we felt like inadequate. But as usual, I normally start with the quotation of individual that inspire in their faith. So today, I'm starting this podcast by quoting from Vince Shops, the CEO of National Financial Education Council. So what does it say about his observation about financial education, he said, college graduates spend 16 years gaining skills that will help them command a higher salary, yet little or no time is spent helping them save, invest, and grow their money. It cannot be far from the truth. I do know that in my in many many years ago one of the things i quickly know is how to make money 
but I struggle to keep that money so not even thinking go and you need different kind of energy you need one energy to make money yeah many people can do it some people can some people want to develop themselves to amass more than you but you can still make money and so depends on how, what you give in service it will determine what you get back in return but you also need different energy to keep that money because whether you like it or not there's so many things around you that will want you to spend that money whether you give it out to the family or friends or your friend that always inviting you to go out to go out just to keep their own company and you take it to the restaurant that you don't normally go by yourself but in order to be to be among or be accepted you overdrive you spend more than what you earn and at the end you always shutting yourself before the end of the month or you just depend on your salary or your income or your job without having creativity to think out of the box how you can grow that money because if you just keep it it's not good enough and if you just add it and you spend everything or you spend more than what you earn it's also not good enough so you put yourself in a position where it's difficult to grow your money but without the education it's very difficult to make a leap from one point to another point and these are the things that I want to tackle in this podcast this week and two things that you should be able to get out of this podcast is number one benefit of financial education number two how you develop it so it's not something that even sometimes your parent might not know it and that is the good thing about financial education you have to continue reparenting yourself by educating yourself that's what i mean when you are a adult becoming 18 you already take a full part of knowing finding yourself and you also have to be comfortable to say no to a lot of people some of them might not actually like you in return and that is fine <laughs> that is fine because their own expectation, their own entitlement, we demand to give away your resources. So you have to make that judgment. If it's something that you want to do, or something that you feel is inappropriate for you to do. So once you educate yourself really well, this area will become more easier for you because you no longer use money to run away from the deep emotional issues. We as human beings, we use so many things to deal with uncomfortable things that we don't want to deal with. So that we use reason, that every time we feel negative emotion, we use reason to always be positive about it. That way of shutting ourselves. Or when we're angry, we eat, we eat, so we begin using the food as a way of coping with emotion like anger 
and the same thing with spending. If you want to feel good about ourselves all the time, we just spend and spend and spend. Most times we buy things that we don't actually need. We want to impress people that don't really care about you. And you go all the way to do all those things. But once you have the financial education, you understand the importance what your money can bring into your life and bring to the life of people you have a contact or connection with or the community that you live, you begin to be more taking proactive steps in looking after it. So, someone once said, there is no difference between someone that cannot read and the person that can read or want to read because there is no advantage. And when you think about it, the first step of financial education is reading. Reading, listening, observe. And if you have the ability to read and comprehend and you refuse to do that, then you have no advantage over the someone that cannot read. And people have time to check the pictures of their friends or colleagues on the phone and they can do that many times a day. People have time to drive all the way to just getting myself to something but they cannot avoid just 20 minutes a day to just read. Pick something that you really want to know about it. And don't be afraid. Take a small step to start. And you will see massive difference. Read for knowledge. It's also good to read for fun. But mostly read for knowledge. You can find knowledge in the news magazine. You can find knowledge in the financial magazine. You can find knowledge even on the YouTube videos. Regarding the area that you want to understand. Our current generation has been blessed with a volume of information, including on everyone's so you take understanding to be able to separate information that is valuable to you, useful, and the one that is not. Still, people seem to repeat the same mindset and behavior that was prominent in the previous generation before that. See, we keep doing the same thing. But our parent doesn't know about money. Only thing they know is work hard and keep that money and spend that money to buy things, pay your school fees, buy a book, and wait until another one comes. You don't have to repeat the same cycle. You could be the person that breaks that cycle and you begin to have a different relationship with money. Realize that you create more of it based on the service that you provide. If you provide a relevant and essential service, the money comes. You don't just go to the service and looking for the money. If the money comes to you, once you can provide a service that is essential and required and relevant. So your job is to identify area that you could become useful, utilize. So if you are like most people, they know how to make money but it is difficult to keep it. Why? Or it's even more far difficult to grow that money. 
one of the story in the scripture is a man that distributed a talent to different people and when the time comes he he called them back invite him back and he demanded them to give an account how they used the money that he gave them which i caught with the scripture called talent some say i know you're very smart master all i did is to hide this money that you gave me you gave me one shilling i bring one shilling back to you so and all of them give that account some people some of them don't have anything to return some of them use the money to wisely resources down wisely and they have no account for it money gone And the one that he gave a lot to came back by double, by triple what he gave him. And the master gave the person more. So the funniest thing about the money is that have you ever asked yourself that people that seem to possess more money, they seem to attract more of it? Because they utilize it even much more better than the people that seem not to have it. Because when you understand it, principle of money is all about multiplying it so if you put a hundred pound in your account and your bank is happy to pay you at the moment they pay very 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 low interest rate especially that inflation is almost 10 percent now uh, they pay you let's say they pay 1.3 percent every month for just interest only so if you think about it every month your money is not just 100 pound it go up by extra one pound 30 or one pound 31 and when you leave it like that for a period of time and the next month the money is no longer 100 pound become 101 compound interest come on top of it that is the way the money grow and if you bring the same thing to your life that your skills your work every year you try your best to increase your ability to provide quality service you create more opportunity for yourself to open different doors the same thing it's simple but we don't actually do it is that because we don't have a desire to make that happen but i'm telling you that one of the way you make this leap of change is educating yourself so there was a research about how the african americans spend 400 dollars a year on lottery tickets that they didn't have for emergency savings so these are the people that they want money they want to be rich. so they blow away almost 400 dollars a month a year on just lottery ticket just to be a millionaire but the same people don't have 400 dollars in their emergency account and one of the things you try to do 
is avoid unnecessary, especially consumer debt, like credit card or shop card. And also put aside some money for your emergency need, at least uh, financial expenses you should have at least three to six months. It depends on your situation, it depends on where you are. You might be comfortable with one month, you can be comfortable with two months, but I say three months of your essential expenses. So with that, when you have your car broke down or you have your cat that or dog that you have to take for the vet treatment and you need to spend about 300 bucks, you do not need to lash on your credit card to do that or asking and running around asking your friends and family to chip in for you. And what is that done for you? It takes a lot of financial stress out of your mind. Because some of the things, physical illnesses that we have today, 90% of it has to do with excessive stress in your body, in your mind. And you have to look into so many areas your pocket is linking and try your possible best to feel it. So sadly, hardly anyone thought about money in school, including those who study economics, finance, and accounting. You would think that people that study that their major subject in school is economics, accounting, they know about money than you, you'll be mistaken. They know the money in academic way, how the money flow around in the economy in the country. But the actual financial education, how you handle the money on a personal level, how you expand that money, how you invest that money, they have no idea. Most of them don't. So they also have to read and educate themselves to know about it. So this podcast won't teach you either about money, but we try to make you think about it. So it will be difficult to will be too elaborate to suggest that life of living well is a financial expert and is going to teach you about the money. That's not true. And I'm not capable to do that for you because I'm not a financial expert, but I can make you think so you can use this postcard as a source that direct as a signpost that directs you to the right place where to get the information that you need to educate yourself about money. So today, money alone creates stress in our relationship with our mental health and with others. You have no idea most of the things that I hear, I say, how money creates a lot of drama in people's relationships. And one of the things that money can also do when you are not wise is that the moment you announce you have money, you attract all kinds of people into your life. Some of the people that you attract might not actually be good for you. They are there to take. And it depends how you work on yourself, develop the wisdom, how to manage it. But if you already have definite purpose of goals in your life and you have 
thing that you want to make happen two or three years maybe it require you to invest heavily and you live your life on a budget you set the financial budget what you want to spend weekly or monthly and you only take what you need you will find out that you don't need to worry about this because you don't have that money flowing around your house under your pillow on your bank account that you can tap to it you're already by the end of the month or end of the week or daily depends how flow the money comes to your account you already make an arrangement how this money should be distributed so when the people now come you can't spend what you don't have but what the people that don't have money do most of the time they spend their own money they spend other people's money and they also borrow the money to support their lifestyle you do not need to do that. Once you are a good financial education, you will realize that you begin to have a different relationship with your money, with yourself. So there are limited beliefs people have about money, either from bad behavior of some people with money and the damaging effect it has on their physique. Relationship broke down due to inappropriate handling of money and lack of it most of the time. Many years ago, there was a story of a family in the news that the man used gambling their mortgage over 400,000 pounds on the, on the gambling and he lost it. So he killed himself and he killed his family. This is totally sad way to end life. When people have a deeper emotional issues, the wrong thing to do is to use the money to control it, to support it. The right thing to do is to seek the right help to deal with that. So you see people that blew away their fertile resources such as time, money, wealth, due to lack of education about money. So money becomes useless if you just keep it. If the only thing you do is just spend it, you probably just spend it on want most of the time rather than what you actually need. And what you need, you don't need a lot to be happy. You don't need a lot to be healthy. But your money can buy you load of freedoms to do something more essential, something more tangible, something more support for for yourself for your community for your family they are unable to track what they earn and what they spend so these are the people that they don't really know where their money goes if you ask them how much percentage you spend on your essential needs and your exception needs could include your renting or your mortgage, your carry payment, uh, your food, your utility bills, and your want could fall into your carry payment or loan repayment. Could come into going out, socializing. So these people might actually spend 80% of their money on socializing alone, and that is a want. And their actual need and their savings is have little impact on their savings. And if you don't, you can't start investing without having a savings. 
and you can't start investing without repaying your debt at the same time. You could do the both, but it depends on how much you have at the end of the day. So the, the rule of thumbs suggests that first, you save. You have a good savings habit and you take the chunk of that savings you have and you invest that to grow it because it makes no meaning to just keep saving keep saving you have to learn how to grow your money and you don't spend years saving saving and you're not giving your money to someone that never grow money before just because they do the good talk and you listen to them and you became lazy by not educating yourself about finances and you just drop all your savings and that is foolishness and that's why financial education is so important and we need to do it for ourselves so we can able to support ourselves because by the time you speak with a financial expert you already have understanding how things work so when somebody is trying to sell you books you know how to walk away from it or ask the right question if you are lacking in this area you're just going to depend everything on so-called experts and remember all these so-called experts it depends how you made them if they're working for organization like bank their interest is not you is the bank and the commission they will get at the end of the day they might push you to a product that in few years time might not might become useless for you and you can also drain your resources but once you educate yourself you also protect yourself to certain level there's a difference between a farmer that were educated about land about farming about crops and like the one that just take a chance he has a land he has a plant and he just plant and you wonder why his crops doesn't grow with the one that is take extra mile to educate himself or herself how to plant a particular seed how to take the best out of the soil that he has I believe this lesson is taught at home where it should start but unfortunately many adults do not know themselves the great thing you can offer a poor person is to make the person think how to make money through service, grow it through savings. So there's some culture that they love money so much and they just want money to come without a service. This is very corrupt mindset. Corrupt mindset means that you will do everything to exploiting other people, to destroy and to take by force. Because you just feel entitled to it and you want to use your money to buy society status this is not what this podcast is all about this podcast was about financial accountability and responsibility if you're already employed you're already offering a service to your employer that's the reason why your employer was able to pay you in return because you bring something in return so my way of sharing this to you is to expand what you bring to the service what you bring to your employer how what you get how you can increase it how you can keep it so and this is the reason this podcast is 
inspire you to use it as a signpost to direct you to the right thing to do. So let's say the few benefits of financial education. Number one, freedom. So what did I mean by freedom? It doesn't mean that you're no longer part of the society. It just means that you're no longer using your time to earn money anymore. Your money become earning babies, grandchildren for you in through the company interest. So and you only just spend your interest alone and and the freedom you get is if you kind of person like to travel, you no longer just tie down with the job that you can't travel. If the kind of person like to read and you don't have enough time to read, you no longer feel like you need to work seven days a week or five days a week or eight hours a day. You might decide that I just want to work two hours or four hours a day and you want to spend four hours just reading, writing. What did you like to do? So it buy you freedom. It gives you opportunity to escape sometimes. So number two, mental health. It reduces worry and anxiety. So there's a research shows that around 70% or 80% of human physical illnesses that we have serious one, that is long, that is come from excessive stress, excessive worries. And we don't know, and our mind and our body are one. So once your mind is really sick and down with a negative emotion, you begin to manifest it physically in your physical body at the same time. And money contributes to this as well. Lack of money makes people worry. Lack of money makes people borrow money in the places that put them into more trouble where they have to pay 60% interest on top of what they borrow because of the emergency, how they need that money. Whereas if you have make yourself, educate yourself enough and you are putting some money up for emergency, if you have, let's say, a thousand pounds as emergency and you have a urgent need of money for 600 pounds, it will, be, it will do you well to take from your emergency rather than go to loan shark and take 600 pounds and they charge you 60% of what you take. So, and that is one, the number three, generosity. So, when you have money you and you have a financial education, what will happen? You become more generous, not the opposite. Generosity in the sense that because you have a lot of self-discipline and how you spend that money, so you focus on what you need most of the time, not what you want. So you also decided that you can give certain percentage away to less privileged in the society or you can give to the charity of your choice or you can even help your friends or family that urgently need it. And you were able to do that because you take you take responsibility for how you manage that money. Number four, creative. Number five, authenticity. And number six, service oriented. So this one is what created more money for you. It depends how essential the service you render or service that you give, and then you return 
it's, it's the law of the universe in return you get payback into what you give out good debts so also because of set discipline that you embrace to yourself you also notice that your age will change you begin to look after yourself what you eat what you drink how you live your life who you spend your time with what you read all these things that contaminate your mind you begin to separate yourself from me and as a result you get the benefit of a good debt not all the people with the money are this but the money have the potential to give you ability to create a healthy lifestyle longevity so this this is also the attribute of having the money so because because you live well you eat well and you take your time to educate yourself certain area you also say that you probably have more chances to live longer than your previous relatives that didn't have this opportunity that come or lap into your life wet so this come from you start from your beginning you might be only able to save certain money but the more your savings are grow you also educate yourself enough to know when to invest it or to invest it too. So it depends on the capacity of what you have and what you invest with determining what you get in return. So if I invest hundred, if I invest a thousand pound and someone else invests a hundred thousand pound, we don't actually go and get the same thing in return, and it depends on what we invest it on. So and that's how you create the wealth so you the more the more money you have you find yourself that you begin to focus on buying asset rather than buying liability you don't say oh i need to buy this new car that just arrived you start thinking if i can buy a house can i buy a shop who's going to rent it how much am i going to make every money for the renting if i cannot buy that can i buy a disposed mansion that can give out the medication or give out drinks and how, how much it gonna cost me how much i have in savings so these are the things that can lead to you become wealthy and lastly you're smart and wise so there is no one that imaginate money that they are not smart they're very very smart people and very wise they can only spend few minutes with you and be able to determine smart what what is behind your motives so and it's a good thing especially when you live in the world that you really want to have people that actually deserve it not the people that need it so and and it's really difficult to know because mostly the family will always feel entitled to your resources if you allow them and once you are you have to have a boundary sometimes they might not want to talk to you anymore and that is fine <laughs> and and we're coming toward the end of this podcast is overrun big today many of these benefits may not show up at once but gradually you will begin to notice them they are the result of your understanding taking action that create those benefits 
principle of making money the same as thousand years ago stays the same today. It does not change. Provide services that are relevant to people and return many will come. Service either starting your own business or working for someone. Determine to go extra mile in your endeavor. There are many ways available to develop financial education. So let's look at it that wealth. There are many audio books you can read from, even some YouTube videos regarding this topic. You will have to invest your time to learn about it. There is a Chinese proverb that says 20 years ago was the best time to plant a tree. And if you mix 20 years ago, another best time to plant a tree, my friend, is today. Determine to take personal responsibility in your education. Even if you need a financial planner expert, you won't be a complete novice. And surrender your financial future into the hand of a salesman. So don't do that. So I hope this podcast helps someone. And I'm really uh, I'm really glad that we bring it to the end, even though we overshoot a bit more today. But this topic is very important to me because I've saved people that they're making so many unnecessary mistakes, which I've made myself in the past and which I continue to educate myself. But it shouldn't be that way. But I hope this podcast helps someone. And if you have anything to say or add, please shoot me an email and I'll get back to you. Have an amazing week and thank you for your time. Ciao.